Wake up in the morning, get my grind on. Hop in the shower, brush my teeth, and get my shine on. Hey, Skylar Mac, we taking trips to different time zones. I feel like E.T. Way, these bitches trying to find home. So everyone, thank you for being on Living on Purpose podcast today. We have a special guest, Aliyah Yasmin. Nice to meet you. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jason. I'm excited. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, so we were just talking about where you're from. You're from Egypt. Yes, I am from Egypt. I was actually born in Alexandria, which is like up north near the Mediterranean Sea. But my dad is from Cairo. So Cairo is the capital, as y'all know. And yeah, Egypt is pretty chaotic. Like, I don't know. If, have y'all ever heard the saying, like, I survived Cairo traffic? Have y'all no. ever heard that? Well, yeah, if you ever drive into Egypt, you have to dodge the cars, which are crazy. Then you have to dodge the people, which like randomly come like a video game. Then you got to <laughs> dodge the animals. Then you got to dodge the little kids. And it, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought Italy was crazy driving out there. <laughs> so you surprised. Okay, so so by animals you mean camels. No, actually it's more like donkeys and horses and there hasn't I haven't seen a lot of camels other than the pyramids in the desert. Okay. Wow. All right. Interesting. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah. We're not camel jockeys. so have you been back to egypt since you've been in the states i went back twice i went back after high school for two years i lived there for two years thought i wanted to live there then i realized no i want to come back here and then i went to visit a couple of times after that but i only stayed like a couple weeks and that was it It, it's nice over there I think people would love it. And people think it's just the pyramids. It's more than the pyramids. The pyramids is just the icing on cake. Wow. How's the food? Um, if you want to gain about 30 pounds in like two, three weeks, it's really good. <laughs> okay, okay. That's what I'm going for. I'm going to taste the food. That's, and when I travel, that's one thing I like to do. I like to taste the food when, when I travel. Well, bring bigger clothes. Okay. <laughs> I'll pull on a couple, some couple pounds then. <laughs> Okay, what, what kind of food are we talking about? So the national dish over there is called, it's called kosheri. So basically, it sounds really weird, but it's actually really good. It's rice and lentils and chickpeas and pasta and like orzo, I think. I think it's called orzo, that thin, I don't know. But then it has like the special sauce and it's so good. It's so many carbs, but it's so good. Yeah, that's oh, what I was just yeah. about to say. That's a lot yeah, of just, carbs. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so good. Oh, and God. then we have other things too, like mashi, which is like grape leaves. So it's grape leaves with rice and spices and ground beef and tomato sauce. And it's really, really good. And then we have like eggplant dishes. It's, oh man, you're making me salivate. Woo. <laughs> 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 and then for protein, what do you guys eat? Chicken? What kind of meats? So Egypt is mostly a Muslim country. There are some Christians there. So it's, it's just no pork. But they eat a lot of lamb and goats, and I, I personally am not a fan of them. But they eat a lot of lamb and goat over me, there. Me neither. Me neither. I had um, a friend of mine. She, her mom she cooked the lamb, and it was it's all right at first. Like you first eat it, but after that, I just couldn't do it anymore. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just really, I just couldn't do it. You know, and they're and they and, and they're Greek too. You know what I'm saying? So it was difficult to uh, eat it like two or three days after after we ate it the first day. I mean, first day <laughs> I was okay, but two or three days afterwards, I for real it was just the smell or something that was something about it. I just I couldn't do it, and and I always been like that. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. not that I eat it all the time, yeah. but when I do eat it, and I might I might not eat no more. Next time I might have some might be three, four years from now, but it's still the same concept. One time I eat it, that's okay. The next day, no, no, I can't get over the smell. <laughs> 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 we might have to fry it. And so that's what I'm thinking. I said, we might have to fry it, put it in some flour, throw it in some grease. <laughs> See how it tastes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's it's the preparation of it that you don't like i guess man i don't know it just has a certain uh certain smell to it you know what i mean when you're cooking it it just has an, an extinct uh smell to it so i don't i think that's what it really is it's like seafood like if i eat you know if i'm from the east coast so if i eat a lot of lobster and clams and stuff like that eventually that smell make you seasick you know what mm. i'm saying so mm. you know Okay. So Aaliyah, uh, you're a life coach. I am. I'm a life coach, a mental health and emotional eating coach. Oh, okay. Dope, dope, dope. And tell, tell us about your clients. So it's actually very interesting. So I mostly work with plus size women, but I also have worked with emotionally unavailable and broken men as well. That has, yeah, even though that's not who I target, but I've worked with quite a few of them. But anyways, let's go back to the plus size woman. I work with plus size women. I work on their confidence, on their self-esteem. With plus size women, with what I've been noticing is a lot of us have um, trauma, especially with sexual abuse. Um, I, was also, I was sexually abused as a child by a family member. And a lot of us are using our weight kind of as a shield so we don't attract the opposite sex because we're so traumatized by what we've experienced as a child. Hmm. Interesting. So I do work on that. I do work a lot on like childhood trauma. And a lot of us also settle into these, um, how do I word this? These relationships that don't serve us, like romantic relationships that don't serve us, especially with narcissists, hmm. because the, we think subconsciously because we're bigger than, you know, the average woman here in, in America. It's like size two, size four. A lot of us are like size 14 and up that we just don't value ourselves we think we don't deserve you know that high value man and so a lot of us subconsciously settle for these narcissists thinking that that's what we deserve and mm. we don't deserve that we deserve just like the size two size four one we all deserve the same thing and right. so that's my message to everybody is you know you have to be confident you have to love yourself in order for others to love you and if your self-love isn't there you're always going to attract trash right no doubt I, I definitely agree with you on that. And, you know, you, yeah, like you said, you have to have your, your self-esteem has to be up there as well too, to give you that confidence. So you're able to embrace, uh, you know, that, uh, that certain, that certain significant someone. You're absolutely right. No, I like that message. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> so as far as, um, the, the eating habits, uh, that are concerned, Aaliyah, have you seen that it's mostly, emotional eating that um, people deal with when it comes to being overweight? It's emotional eating and it's also stress eating. And the interesting, interesting thing about stress eating is 
So we have this hormone called cortisol. Y'all know that's like the fight or flight. And when we have the hormone cortisol, if it's high, we tend to crave more like junky foods, like the processed foods that we, none of us should be eating, but it's so good. Um, like the sugar and like, you know, the chips and the fried foods that we should not be eating. So it's a combination of yes, it's stress due to the way that they look, due to the way society is perceiving them. Also due to these relationships that are not serving them. A lot of times they're settling for these jobs that are not serving them as well. So for the plus size person, especially the woman, it's very, very, it's complex because it's appearance. Cause I mean, sometimes, you know, we get judged based on our appearance, but it's also a lot of these factors as well that's contributing to the, to the emotional eating. Okay. So as a life coach uh, for plus size women, what kind of advice do you give them? Everybody is different. Like I start like me personally, I like to start from the inside out. So I like to start with, okay, well, how are your relationships? Like, what was your childhood? Like, what is your relationship with your family? Like, how about your job? How about your significant other? What about your kids? Like, I look at all of that first before I even dive into nutrition. And even I'll ask questions like, okay, what your spirituality? Hey, are they going to like a church or a mosque or, you know, how do they feel about themselves? How about, you know, just connecting with other people? How are they, how are they doing that? So I go into all of that first. And also I'm qualified in nutrition as well. I'm a wellness coach. Mm -hmm. So then after we address all of that, then I start going into the nutrition part as well. So what I personally advocate is whole foods, minimum processed foods, no sugar. And there's also certain supplements for um, mental health and emotional eating that are beneficial as well. Wow, that's amazing. So um, the majority of these people, do they eat mostly fast food? Is that the problem? A lot of them are eating, yes, like fast food, terrible foods. And then a lot of them also, like me, I have an autoimmune disease that went undiagnosed for over 30 years hmm. that also contributed to my weight gain. A lot of them are dealing with like PCOS or like thyroid issues or some autoimmune disease that hasn't been um, diagnosed or if it has been diagnosed, they're in the early stages and they're confused. They don't know what to do. And that's where, you know, I help and I guide them. Okay. So, so what are, what are some type of, the, what are some type of emotional eating? Some types of emotional eating? Yeah. Disorderlies. Like, just like, like explain to me uh, what, what types are, like, is it just bench eating or, or, or just, you know, depression Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. So yeah, there's multiple types of it. Yeah. There's definitely the anorexia because some of plus size people are anorexic. Mm. Wow. Um, I know. I know. I know. I know. You yeah. wouldn't believe it though, but you know what I'm saying? But they do have it. Yes. Yes. Understand. Yeah. yeah. And the funny part is when they lose weight, like when they go to the doctor and the doctor praises them for losing weight and right. the doctor doesn't know that they're anorexic, <laughs> they'll continue that cycle, which is it's just really sad. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And then there's the binge eating, like you mentioned, um, there's the binge eating where they'll take laxatives afterwards or they insult something in their anus as a suppository, I think. Oh, yeah. So suppository. Yeah. Those are painful. Wow. Wow. Or they'll throw up. Even athletes are having eating disorders as well. I think it's called athletica anorexia or something like that, where the athletes are also going through, you know, their um, eating disorders. There's orthorexia as well, where you're obsessed too obsessed with healthy eating, but that's really tricky to diagnose because 
it's healthy eating, but it's to the point where you're obsessed with like the packaging of the food, the pesticides of the food. Where is your food coming from? Where is it being sourced? So that's hmm. orthorexia. And then there was another one, I think it's called, there's another one, pregorexia where the woman's pregnant, but she's like watching severely what she eats because she doesn't want to gain weight. Well, and then she denies that she's like pregnant, hmm. which is really sad. Wow, wow. And then Gosh. there's another one with the athletes. It's, I cannot remember the name. Maybe Jason, you he can help me. But um, it's where the man is obsessed with being very muscular mm-hmm. to where all he does is like strength training and then he eats protein, but he doesn't focus on other workouts like mobility or yoga. But then he sees himself as this thin, frail guy, but he's really this muscular, like, right, right. ripped yeah. guy. I forget the name of that disorder, but yeah, yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. I just I just don't remember the term terminology of it. Yeah, me yes. either. But yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah I, just I, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Definitely. Yeah. So those are some of the different ones of you know that I've I've experienced. I know I know when like when I get a little depressed, I like to eat. I you know I I I eat a bowl of cereal, then I I cook something and 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 it's just me food to the TV. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. and, it, and I and, and I know it's I know it's happening, and I I could tell. And once once I realized that I I kind of snap out of it. I, I, I just you know snap out of it, just so I can be healthy with my with my mental aspect of it. Because if I let it get the best of me, oh wow! I don't want to you know I don't want to be that guy that blows up to two two thousand pounds or something like that, and then mm-hmm. then have to get it off. I mean, just that's just. To me, that that's that's real scary, and mm. I listen to some of the stories of how people end up getting that big. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what it be. It be that depression, and that's all they do: is eat and lay down, and watch TV, eat, lay down, and watch TV. Yep. And before you know it, they got to get a crane to get you out of the out of the bed. You know? And I'm like, I never. That's the fear that I have. That keeps me okay. Er, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, you gotta go do something. Maybe not eat for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? You know, you ain't enough for a whole week. <laughs> That's interesting, bro. That you would say uh, cereal. That's my man. thing too, bro. I, I eat cereal with a whole bunch of sugar in it. <laughs> oh man! Well, you eat Rice Krispies. <laughs> yeah. If they Rice Krispies, you gotta put the sugar in it. <laughs> yeah. That Cheerios and man, yeah. even even Frosted Flakes, I'll put sugar on it. Yeah, yeah. So it's boring cereals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the cereals. Yeah, man. I mean, that start. That's what me. It starts off with cereal. I was like that when I was a kid, and it's funny because there was a guy in the gym, right? His name is Kilbert Pierce, and he used to always he had to drop weight for some of his fights. And he would do good in the gym. Oh, work good in the gym, sweat good, everything. And then go home and eat a big bowl of cereal, put it all back on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one thing about the gym. That's one thing about the gym. I tell guys that guys that's trying to lose weight, guys that's trying to uh, you know, make weight for the for the fight. I tell them I said, look, and I go by this myself too. And I and you know, I, I have good days and bad days with it, but you know, you put all that work in and just to put it back. Mm. You know, that, that's, 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 that's tough on your mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's tough on your mind because you got to go back and do it again. I mean, you know, you don't see the progress. 
but you're killing yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. you know. So as a wellness coach uh, with the nutrition part, what kind of advice do you give them, Aaliyah? I give the advice of, like, I don't advocate veganism or vegetarian or any of that. Like, everyone's different. But the principle is to eat as close to nature as possible, like whole foods, organic if possible. I know some people cannot afford organic, but if possible, to drink lots and lots of water, purified water, because you have to be careful with where your water is coming from. Because a lot of the water, I don't know about where y'all are from, but in Texas, the water here is disgusting. Is it? It's, yeah, it's chlorinated. It has a lot of prescription medications. Like if you check the environmental working group, you can see like what's in your tap water. Hmm. Well, that's, yeah. like Mass- that's like uh, Massachusetts the same way. A lot of people out there, they drink bottled water. Okay. Bottled water is not healthy for you. Huh? Bottled water is not healthy either. Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> because <laughs> it's really not filtered and it's also in plastics and plastics can mess with your hormones. It actually produces xenoestrogens in the body, which can all cause weight gain and hormonal imbalance. So mm. you want to get water that is even with reverse osmosis, that's kind of tricky because with reverse osmosis, it filters everything, even the minerals in the water. So with reverse osmosis, I tell people who have the filter is just to put something in it, like a little bit of sea salt or a little bit of lemon, just to add some of those minerals back in the water that the reverse osmosis took away. So, so what would be uh, a good bottle of water? If the, I mean, what, what should you do if you, you can't drink bottled water? Where, where should you go to get, you know, the right water, I guess? Mm. Okay. So there's several things. There's... um. I don't know if y'all, do you have a Whole Foods, Jason, where you're at? No, no Whole Foods. Something similar. Yeah, something similar. Like a Trader Joe's or something? Yeah. Trader Joe's? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's water in like glass. Like, I think the brand is called Mountain Springs Water. It's in glass. It's in a green bottle. That's a good one to get. Um, There's also like these two companies that sell like good water filters. I think it's called True... Is it True Filter? I think it's True Filter. And then there's another one from Nikon. Nikon is a Japanese wellness company. They also sell a really good filter that alkalizes and mineralizes and filters the water as well. So, oh, yeah. Nikon, yeah. Nikon, yes. What about well water? That's what we have here. Well water is like water from the whale? Yes. That is actually a good source. And the best source is spring water. If you can go to a spring and get yeah, your yeah. water. Okay, okay. But I know most of us don't have a spring near us so yeah we have to put like we have to put salt in it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and is uh, that right yeah 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 a lot of salt <laughs> it, it, you have to put a lot like four or five bags man really big, big salt yeah and uh we just we haven't been doing it for a while but uh lately we just started back because it messes it up i guess it mm. messes up the, the pipes and stuff so we have to put it in there and uh it, you still can't taste it different but you know, it's, it, it tastes pretty well without it, with or without it. Like I say, you can't tell the difference, but it's glad to hear that the well water is good to drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then what do you recommend as far as exercise is concerned? Depends um, if they have a hormonal or a thyroid issue or any autoimmune disease. So with most of my patients, most of my clients, I mean, 
I start them off with just brisk walking, especially if you have not exercised in a while. You just need to do something easy, especially if you have like adrenal fatigue where your cortisol is like all over the place. You don't want to stress it out by doing like a HIIT workout because that's further going to cause more stress to your body. So yeah, we start off with walking. If they have a swimming pool, if they're having mobility issues, they can swim or they can even stretch, like do some yoga or do like some mobility workouts. That's how I like to start them off. And then as they gain the strength, as they start eating healthier, drinking their water, taking their supplements and taking care of their spiritual health and their mental health, that's when I start to increase it to, okay, well, maybe you can add like a HIIT workout. Maybe you can do like strength training, but yeah, that's how I like to start it off, just simple. So, so what do you think about uh, the keto diet? I've, I've been doing the keto diet um, and I know it's not the healthiest diet, but <laughs> it works. It does. I mean, it, it works. I mean, I, the first month I dropped like 25 pounds. The next, it was another 25 pounds. And then, unfortunately, my father had passed away and I got away from it. But the deal was, the, my thing, what I was going to do was this. I was just doing it just to knock off some of the weight because I had reached the highest weight that I've ever been was is 350. Mm-hmm. And once I got to 350, I was, okay, we got to stop. We, we, we bought 50 pounds from four and then 100 pounds from five. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to do so fast. So that's what I ended up doing. So when I jumped on the keto, I didn't do any exercise. I just followed the diet, took in as many as what I took under. It says you can't have no more than 50 carbs. So mm-hmm. I, I did probably about 35 a day. And I, I followed regimen for about a month. And I ended up dropping uh, 25 pounds and another month dropped another 25. That was 50. So after that, I started to do my walking. That's when I started walking. Like you said, I just did... I did a mile and then after that two miles and, and then another two. And then I just went up from there. But the thing is, I didn't want to stay on that keto diet because I, I just didn't think it was healthy because I was eating all kinds of grease, all kinds of fats, mm. all, you know, I you know, go to the doctor. Yeah. You lose weight, but your cholesterol is way up, you know? <laughs> so um, I was trying to do that and then go to something different. And, and everybody was telling me, just watch out for your carbs and your sugar. Yeah. And I'm a, I like bread. You know, I'm a, I'm a breadhead. I'm a biscuit head. I, <laughs> I eat bread. Man, I'm that... surprised I eat with a bowl of cereal. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> man, that, that bread will put it on you, though, bro. Especially with those biscuits. Oh, man. Oh, I know. I know. For yeah. <laughs> so, Aaliyah. Um, where do clients find you from? Uh, are they mostly referrals or how do they find you? It's either referrals or just social media. So it's either or. Social media, wow. Instagram? Yeah, social media is awesome. Yeah. What's your Instagram? It's Curvaceous Fit and Fabulous on Instagram. Okay. I got I to gotta follow. Follow me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. To go back to your keto diet, did you have the question about the keto Diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to know what you thought about it. I mean, I just I gave you my thoughts and what I did. You know, what I mean, I just wanted to know what you what you think about it and do you recommend it? Okay, I think the keto diet is a good diet. However, with women, because we have unlike you men who only have one hormone, the testosterone. Lucky y'all, <laughs> we have a lot of hormones. We got the estrogen, we got the progesterone. We have like three types of estrogens, not one, but we have three. And then we have the cortisol. And with us, we get stressed a lot easier than men. Men handle stress a lot better. So with women, 
I would advocate a low carb diet, but we do have to add a little more carbs, especially if we're dealing with a hormonal imbalance or a thyroid issue. Because like, the thyroid like Atkins, actually, right? Yeah. Like an Atkins, like yeah, the Atkins not, diet. Not really the Atkins, because even Atkins is still really low carbs. So really, you have to add a little bit of carbs, especially with the thyroid, because to convert the T3 to the T4, they need a little bit of carbs. Okay. So yeah, women need a little bit more carbs than men. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> Definitely. So personally, what, what kind of diet are you on? Are you on a diet or are you just eating a balanced meal and exercising or? Not really a diet per se, but I try to keep my carbs a little bit low, not like super low. And, you know, I have the healthy fats like the coconut oil, avocado oil, olive oil, breastfed butter, I try to keep it organic as much as possible. And I love my Peloton. That's, that's what I do. I do Peloton and I take walks outside. Oh, no doubt about that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I got the uh, avocados and I just read up on avocados because I have a neutral bullet in it too, a neutral bullet. And I blend a lot of vegetables and stuff. And I just read that you can eat the skin of avocado. The skin? Oh. No, I, I don't eat yeah, the skin. They, they, they said it's got to, but nobody does though. Nobody does, but you can't. So I just take the seed out and throw the whole thing in a blender, man. Yeah? Blend with the, it up, yeah. With yeah. the skin. With the skin, yeah. I just read it. They was like, yeah, it's the most nutritious part of the avocado. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, Google it. You'll see. Google it. And okay. I was shocked. And I was like, oh, man, because when I when I do my blender, I don't take the skins off of nothing. I just throw it all in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the pills, the whole not, orange pills, yeah. everything. I, what I blend is I do cucumbers, uh, spinach, celery, mint leaves, uh, lemons, uh, ginger root, cranberries. And uh, I do, uh, the, uh, what's the seeds? What's those seeds? The, the cheese, what is uh Chia seeds. Chia seeds, yep. I do those. Hmm. And uh, and green tea. Okay. And I do, every morning I have one of those. Every morning. I make I make it, it lasts three weeks, and then I have to, re, have to uh, redo it. So you put all of those vegetables and fruits? Yeah, all of those in it, yeah. Wow. Uh, you, could, well, you, could do, you could do other things. I was... Before I started the keto, I was doing like um, beets, and I put when I put the beets and the carrots, and I would do buck joy, all kinds of uh, green vegetables. I tell you, man, I, it give you that energy. Boom, you feel it. Bam! I was like, yeah. oh, man, oh, this is nice, especially with the beets, man. Hmm. So interesting! Wow, I didn't know you could put the skin up like, and you don't taste the skin like it's not like hard or grainy. You can't taste it at all. You taste the avocado more because it's got that oil. You know what I'm saying? It's got mm. that oily taste. So when you put it in your drink and you grind it up, you're going to taste that oil. You're going to taste the avocado smooth. It's real smooth. It's like a like a smoothie. You know what I mean? So it's gonna have a, it has an extinct taste to it. And it's all right. I like it. You know what I mean? You can't really taste. Avocado don't have any taste anyway. Mm -hmm. You know? You have to add flavor to that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we, we beat up the subject of nutrition pretty well. What about right. the spirituality part, Aliyah? What do you recommend for that? Well, there's three types of spirituality. You got the individual spirituality. Then you got the communal spirituality, which is your relationships with just other people, how you establish relationships, your friendships. And then you got the environmental spirituality, which is your relationship to the environment. And then 
if you believe in a higher power, it could be Christianity, Islam, it could be your own belief, the universe, God, Jesus, it could be whatever that you believe in. So I address all of those individually because all of them do matter. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So this is a, a, a pretty well-rounded approach uh, to nutrition and just, you know, well-being in general. That's, that's wonderful. Well, thank you. No, it's plus size woman. We've always been told eat less and move more. And it's really not that simple. If you're having all this trauma or you're having these hormonal issues or this thyroid issue, it's really not that simple. It has to be a whole balanced approach. Hmm. I, I, I agree. You know, just, just, you know, if your mind is working right and your body's working right and you're feeding yourself the right foods and you're getting all the, the nutrients and everything and you're physically, spiritually, mentally well-rounded, it makes for a solid person. Yeah. Exactly. You know? So you can get over, you can get over your hurdles knowing that you have that strength. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Cause everything works together at the end of the day, like everything and your body listens to you. If you're speaking bad about your body, it does listen. Yes, mm. it does. Yes, it does. Yes, yes. And then for women, uh, what age range are we talking about? I've actually coached younger women. I've coached older women. I've actually coached women from like, 21 to like in their 50s so okay I, I, yeah i coach a wide variety of women and which men is, as well which one are easier to coach um if you're talking about men men can be very hard to coach because y'all have ego <laughs> yeah <laughs> we don't want to listen we <laughs> so, so yeah y'all are kind of challenging to coach um women it really depends on where she is at her life and if she's ready and coachable, honestly. Because if they're not ready, like I don't coach them. Okay. Mm. So how's the like the age bracket? Is there are they different? Are the younger ones easier to coach or are the older ones? Men, men and women. Well, men in general, y'all are just difficult. So it doesn't matter what. So it doesn't matter what age. Is that ego, y'all? but there's hope with men so that's the good news the good news is the fact that men are seeking coaching now and are like talking and opening up a little bit more dude it gives me hope that oh, y'all y'all have some hope i'm really excited about that yeah. <laughs> well if you, you know if you're trying to solve a problem you got to be open-minded you know you have to be willing to listen to uh suggestions and options you know in order to get better, because that's what you're there for. You're not there to fight, to fight against it. You know, you're there to, to find a solution. So, yeah, you're right. Well, this you're has right. been this has been a wonderful interview, Aaliyah. Yeah, um, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I know that thank our you. I know our audience is going to get so much value from this conversation and um, the advice that you gave. Thank you very much. Well, thank you so much for thank having you. me, Jason. And I'm sorry, what's your name, James? James. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for having me. I really Likewise. Appreciate it. You're welcome. So how can people find you? You can find me online. Well, Facebook is just my name, Aliyah, A-L-I-Y-A-H, last name Hamad, H-A-M-M-A-D. Instagram at Curvaceous Fit and Fabulous. Okay. Okay. I even have a blog, CurvaceousFitandFabulous.com. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you very much. We'll be in touch. Have a great right. day. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.